Public Health. This is Mike Weber. Good morning, Mike. Noel Crombie. Public health officials in Josephine County were headed home from a vaccine clinic in Cave Junction when a snowstorm hit Tuesday. A jackknife semi-truck blocked their way home, and six doses of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine were about to expire. I'm Andrew Thien, and this is Beat Check with the Oregonian. Up next, reporter Noel Crombie talks to Mike Weber, Josephine County's public health director, about the fateful trip and how staff administered the six doses to lucky travelers caught in the traffic jam. They talked about how excited those six people were, why some county residents Weber's staff approached may have declined the doses, and much more. Here's their conversation. Uh, so we had a three-day mass vaccination clinic. So we held two days in Grants Pass and one day in a rural community out in Cave Junction in the Illinois Valley. Um, so we were wrapping up our final day of the vaccine effort, and we knew going in that inclement weather was coming in. Uh, so our decision was to open an hour early and stay stay open as late as we could. And we we made the decision that when weather started coming in, we'd just get out of there uh, as soon as we decided we had to. And we apparently waited a little bit too long. About 2 o'clock, we could see the mountaintops starting to get hit. They started to disappear uh, as the snow started landing at higher altitude. And so we started some light initial packing up. Um, probably about 2.30 was when we finally uh, made the decision that we had to go and we started packing everything. It, it took about an hour because we continued to administer vaccines all the way up until 3.30. So, so we were disassembling uh, our setup kind of around all of the people that were doing the vaccinations. And we were packing everything up and until we just had to take the last of the stuff in our arms and throw it in the truck and go. And you left with, it sounds like you left with a half a dozen doses. Is that right? Yes, six doses. Of the drawn, we had six uh, doses drawn into syringes. So for six individuals. Yep. And were these Pfizer or the Moderna? Moderna. And so there's a, there's a time limit on, on their, their usability. Is that, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, once they get drawn, you have, uh, once you open the vial and draw them, you have six hours to use them. So it's, you wouldn't have been able to get back to, in, into town to administer those. They were going to spoil, basically. Yes. Uh, well, there was a jackknife semi up ahead, which we didn't know at the time. Um, it's actually when we found that out. Um, so Sarah Rubrek, the county emergency manager, was with us. So she was a few cars ahead of us. And uh, she got the call to announce a, the road closure that we were on. Uh, and she was told it would be at least a couple hours. And we knew that that was cutting it too close. So as soon as we heard that we were looking at a, a couple-hour wait, I made the call to have us get out of our vehicles and get everything pulled together and start uh, walking through the snow, start going vehicle to vehicle. And who would like them? Uh, because we knew what was going on, because we were talking to the county emergency manager the whole time, uh, we were going car to car, letting people know what was happening. 
And in the course of having that conversation and explaining that, we also told them the situation that we were with public health and that we were coming from a vaccine clinic and we had doses that had to be administered. And we were just looking for folks that may want to get it. What was the reaction like? Uh, it, it was it was mixed. Um, six for six people, it was very exciting. Uh, for everyone else, it, it was uh, uh, obviously it varied. But for most people, they were a little bit confused at first, and then most of them found the situation funny, and most folks laughed about it, and. For the most part, even people who didn't want it, uh, they still expressed appreciation for what we were doing. So that was nice. We were a little bit worried. This isn't an area area of the state that is necessarily as excited about getting the vaccine as, as a lot of others. So there's a lot of vaccine hesitancy here. So we were we were unsure how people would respond. How many people did you approach before you were able to actually administer the six vaccines? Uh, we went through about 40 vehicles. So a lot of people turned you down? Uh, yes. And, and did they cite the reason why? Uh, no, not really. I mean, most of them just politely declined. Uh, I, I will say that I certainly understand that. Uh, if you have any hesitancy about getting a vaccine, you're not likely to lose that hesitancy when you're sitting in the middle of a snowstorm on a mountaintop. As a, for the bigger picture, as as the as a public health leader in that region, are you concerned about what that uh, hesitancy or what you saw uh, on the ground in this experience says about getting the vaccine and getting herd immunity and and, and people's attitudes toward it? You know, we we have these conversations with the community every day, seven days a week. Um, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not talking to somebody about the vaccine, and so. Am I concerned? Uh, a bit. Um, the the slow uptake on the vaccine uh, could mean that this event could draw out longer. Um, but at the same time, most of the folks that we're talking to that are hesitant uh, aren't saying they won't get it. They're they're saying that they're waiting. They they want to see what their neighbor neighbors' experiences. They, they want to see what their co-workers' experiences are, because uh, there's a lot of politicization about around this vaccine. Uh, there's a lot of fear-mongering, and it, that's something that we're going to have to work through. And I think once people see success in their friends and neighbors and co-workers, uh, I think we'll see a lot of folks um, uh, turn around on the issue. So, Mike, let's talk about the six people who were happy to get it. So what, what what was their reaction? Can you can you uh, recall any of those? Uh, can you recount any of those conversations? Every one of them. Um, I, uh, one individual that got it, uh, the one gentleman that got it, her uh, he was with a, a lady in the car, and when I walked up and explained what was going on with the traffic, uh, she was she was very upset. Um, she she uh, I'm not sure if they were all going to a special event, but she. Uh, she, she was really unhappy about being stuck up there. And, and when I mentioned the, hey, by the way, and explained what was going on with the vaccine, she said, I already have it. 
But she turned and looked at him, and he leaned over, and he, he asked me several times, are you serious? Is this a joke? And then he got so excited that he started doing a, a happy dance in his seat. Um, and he, he said that he thought that it would be months before he could get it. Uh, and he also said, uh, I never thought I'd be happy to be stuck in a snowstorm before. Uh, and he wound up jumping out of his car and ripping off his shirt in the middle of the storm so he could get at his arm. Uh, he, he was about as excited as I've ever seen anyone. It, it was a great experience. Um, another woman was uh, so excited that um, she her hands were shaking. She had trouble filling out the paperwork. Um, and, but she was just so happy and you could see the relief in her face because this was obviously something that was really important to her and she wasn't sure she was younger and she wasn't sure when she would be able to get access to it um uh, i would say the other person that really stood out for me was the last person to get the vaccine um, they hadn't been able to get to the clinic in town the two days prior and uh so they had driven all the way from grants pass to go to the vaccine clinic at the Illinois Valley High School, which is a 45-minute trek. And she got there as they were locking up the gates, and she got turned away because we closed early. Uh, so she turned around and got onto, the, uh, got onto Highway 199 and wound up getting stuck behind us. And we walked up, and when we told her that she had... Uh, uh, that we had one vaccine left, uh, she was she was really grateful and and happy. So, Mike, I mean, reflecting on this, this is an extraordinary experience that you had. You're getting a lot of uh, you know attention. Uh, I wonder if you can just reflect on what this experience was like. I mean, there's so many rules and regulations around how, when, and if you administer a vaccine. Uh, but the one rule that I've made clear to my staff that above everything else, we, we will not waste any. We, we have gotten so little vaccine in our community uh, that it, it really is a precious commodity. So for us to be in that situation where we, we saw an immediate need and be able to go out and, and give it to, to some folks who really wanted it, it was, uh, it, it was, uh, it was a great experience. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time in this early morning. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Anytime. Take care, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Beat Check with the Oregonian. We shared a link to Noel's story in the episode notes. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. Until next time. 